Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. A question I get often is, what do I look for in a partner? I'm dating someone or it's new and I want to know what's important. And for many of us, it's the predictable, you know, it's chemistry, connection, cash, hopefully not cash. But I tell my clients what you should look for is ability. And so I wanted to explain this in this episode. I think the most important question to ask yourself when finding a partner is, can I build something with this person? So the ability isn't just in the other person, it's also your ability and it's the ability of the combination of both you and that person. Because you could have um, a ton of tools, but doing life with yourself and working through anxiety, all the shit that comes up, um, and self-parenting and managing your emotions, all of that alone is very different than doing that um, with someone else. You know, uh, doing it with someone else requires not just heavy lifting on your part, but also the other person. So when I say ability, it's not just your partner's ability, it's your own ability and this is what most people don't think about the ability of the combination because that's like a it's almost like the thing that you guys are building is its own thing right it's like <laughs> it's like having a child um you don't own it it is a collaboration and it is something greater than each other so can i build something with this person does he she they we have the ability to build and this is where you insert what's um, important to you. A family, a business, a life filled with meaning, joy, and connection. Can you build um, intimacy, creativity, and the sex that you desire? I know for me, and of course it's going gonna, it's gonna to depend on you know, the individual, um, a family is important to me now. It wasn't all my life, but recently having um, a daughter who is now three, yeah, it's important to me that my partner um, is a good mother and that together we can build a family and we can be, you know, um, responsible parents, right? Like that's now extremely important and before it wasn't. A life filled with meaning a life filled with joy and connection. Um, I think it's really at the intersection, the overlap of those three, that uh, you can produce life nectar. So does your partner have the ability to build a life f filled with meaning, joy, and connection? You know, Or is your partner uh, like how I used to be in my uh, 20s and 30s? I didn't care about those things. I cared about... Uh, making money and I cared about closing deals I cared about uh, very shiny things and so joy and connection meaning those were th those words weren't important to me so if those words 
weren't important to me, I wouldn't in, I wouldn't be able to build those things. You know, they are important to me now. They're more important to me now than what's on paper. Meaning uh, resume, scoreboard, you know, all of that. Can you guys build an engine that breaks old patterns and habits? An internal checks and balances system that forces each other to look inward and deeper. A safe space for differences. So I want to break this down. Um, I say an internal checks and balances system because... It has to be something where it, the relationship checks each other. And this is a good way to know if the relationship is lopsided, right? If, like, if the relationship is only checking you because you have the ability to look at self and, 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 and look inward, but it doesn't check your partner, that relationship is lopsided. So, of course, it requires intention and permission but does the relationship that both of you are building or have the ability to build check each other? Check ego, check definitions, check behavior, you know, all of that stuff. Is there an engine in the relationship that you guys are building that's breaking old patterns and habits? Patterns that are unhealthy, habits that are unhealthy. Does the relationship itself and and I say engine because um, the relationship is an engine, and it should be right. So, like the the day to day, does the energy of that relationship hold up mirrors for each other, and does the energy of that relationship cause unhealthy patterns to be broken? So, my new joy in life, and also super meaningful, is running these weekend retreats in Idaho, California. Like-minded people with a common thread of working on themselves, coming together for the weekend, going through some kind of journey or character arc, half somatic experiences like ice plunges and guided hikes, and the other half, group processing, processing about life, love, relationships, and of course, great coffee and homemade food. Come check it out if you want to come. It's uh, like adult summer camp, tatretreats.com to find out when the next one is. That's tatretreats.com, and I will see you in the wild. And finally, does it create a safe space for differences? I know for me, um, especially in the relationship that I'm in now, we've been together for five years, we are very different. And I struggled with this. I struggled with our differences, taking a black light to our differences instead of seeing the beauty in the contrast. And I got to a point where there was uh, me accepting instead of trying to change. You know, I think early in relationships, um, if we're not aware, we can default to trying to change the other person. And of course, you know, we're comparing this relationship to previous relationships and this partner to previous partners. And I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I've uh, been very guilty of, um, and even if it's subtle, it's not like I'm, I'm intentionally doing it, but like subtly trying to um, mold my partner into someone she is not. And once I release that, once I let go of that, and instead of uh, marking differences, 
leaning into them and starting to see the beauty in our contrast, that's when things really tip for me. That's when I well, was able to now appreciate my partner and all the differences, her uniqueness, instead of trying to mold or change. If you're busy trying to change your partner, if you're, you know, if you have the the pattern of, of saying like, okay, if he or she was only like this, if I could just, if they would just do this more or be like this, then things would be good. It's the same powerlessness that you will have in life, which I had before, where it's like, I'm going to pause life. And if I can only get the deal, if I could only sell the script, <laughs> one as a screenwriter, if, if I could only um, lock in this thing, if I could only get a yes on this, then I'll unpause life, I'll hit play, and then things will be good. And if you're critiquing your partner, taking a black light to your partner constantly, it's, you're doing the same thing. You're pausing the relationship and saying, once your partner changes, then you will love that partner. You know? And um, here's the thing we can't change people. We shouldn't. Um, we can change ourselves. We can change our own perspective. We can change um, our intentions and what we lean into. And by doing so, our partner actually changes. This is what's really interesting. Even if our partner doesn't change, in reality, they change in our eyes because we change. And I think there's so much power in that, right? So then you go from powerless to power-filled. And if two people are doing this in a relationship, if two people are accepting each other, not trying to change, now it doesn't mean that you just take shit and if things are bad, you just, you know, don't rock the boat. That's not what I'm saying. Of course, you express your needs and wants, desires, dreams. But if you're more loving with palms open instead of a clenched fist, if you are not trying to change your partner, um, that's where the relationship really creates this kind of organic engine where uh, you are building acceptance. So can you build acceptance? Can you build hearts that default to forgiveness? This is a big one. Most people, we don't default to forgiveness. That is something that we do with white knuckles, right? That is not only a choice, but a, a daily choice. And it's hard and ego kicks in and you know we want to forgive but then we don't so like to actually build hearts that default to forgiveness that is a huge turbo in your relationship can you build trust that creates bridges from what this is to what you both want it to be meaning you are trusting that this relationship is going to flourish is going to evolve no it's not going to be easy but it's going somewhere you know, it's not stagnant. There is an evolution to this. And in order to believe that, you got to trust. You got to trust your partner. You got to trust yourself. You got to trust the relationship. And that trust, of course, like any trust, needs to be earned. Can you build a foundation that can survive life turbulence? This is a big one. Can you build a foundation that can survive death and rebirth? What I mean by that is. We die in our relationships, you know, and then we are reborn. Um, we go through seasons and chapters. We change careers. We become parents. The person that you fell in love with 
may be very different today. And that's not a bad thing. That's a life thing. We all go through shit. We all change. We all evolve. So can your relationship build a foundation that can hold that? People's deaths, internal deaths, and rebirths. Do I have a lisp? Man, I feel like I have a lisp now. Shit just shit just appears out of nowhere when you're 50. Weird shit. Like ADD, lisp, lisps. You start losing vocabulary words. You start walking funny. Okay, sorry. Ultimately, the question you want to ask yourself is, can you build a new love experiences, right? Because only a new love experience, and, and a new love ex- experiences encompasses, encompasses? Is everything what I said above, right? Encompasses, encompasses. I told you, I'm losing vocabulary. Okay, can you both build a new love experience? Because only a new love experience will eclipse the old and rewire your body to crave new and different. You notice I didn't say mine. Rewire your body. Changing definitions and ultimately self. There's nothing more convincing than a new experience, right? There's nothing more convincing than an experience. So it's not just something that you read about or something that you see or imagine, but you drop into your body and you feel it. That rewires your body. Can you both build a new one? I hope this is helpful as far as um, what you want to look for. And uh, if this conversation, well, I don't know if it's a conversation, if my rambling was helpful for you, I hope you um, share it with a friend or anyone else that you think it can help. And um, I want to remind you also, I have uh, the Angry Therapist Podcast Premium now. So it's not only ad-free episodes, you get bonus episodes, one a week, and those episodes are more about... Moving the needle forward. I'm going to ask you questions, give you homework, almost like mini audio courses. So you could get that at theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. Thank you for listening. Be well.